What's up, everybody? Welcome to the King of the Mat podcast. I'm Josh Decatur. I'm Alex Funderbird. And we're here to promote the sport of wrestling through passion, mental toughness, positive thinking, and enthusiasm. Give us a follow on Twitter at King of the Mat PC. We're still on our way, running a contest. Once we hit 100 followers, we're going to give away a free pair of wrestling shoes. So give us a follow, retweet us, spread the word, listen to the podcast. King of the Mat PC. Today on our podcast, this episode, we're going to have a close friend of mine, now um, the new head coach at uh, Delaware Valley University. Um, it's a Division three college in uh, PA, and uh, this is this was just a great, great conversation. We just kind of went right into it. So uh, that duel was just such a, a wild event. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, the the dude. Mount BW duels are always so great. I know it's always high energy. Dude. See, you think that now, but try wrestling Mount back when I was wrestling Mount in 2010 to 2014. It wasn't all that all it was cracked up to be, my friend. It was uh, it was it was pretty low and dull. We would get spanked, and Mount was dominant, and BW was. I mean, BW was bad for a long time. Hey, this, yeah, yeah. We've started. We've started this conversation. Has started. We'll just do another intro. Okay. <laughs> but we're just, so you listeners know, we just kind of hopped right into it uh, <laughs> because this is too much good stuff right now, man. It is. It is. For real. It's, it's too genuine. It's just, it's just too raw. This is what it's about. Like, just hopping right in. I don't even have my, man, let me get my setup really. Right <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep talking. You you come in when you're ready. Oh, this good. is vintage Josh Decatur. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Gibbs recruited me out of high school, so I was familiar with him talking to me, and he it was like his first or second year there. I think it was his second year, and yeah, he pretty much took over the program with very few people, maybe ten on the roster. That might be generous. I'm not sure. So yeah, we uh we finished my sophomore year when he took over. It was 2011 was his first year. He we finished that year with six guys. Our uh our actual wrestling banquet was in a athletic conference room and we had a Cajun broil and the, the heavyweight Addison Carbone had to leave because he was allergic to shellfish. <laughs> Jeez. Oh yeah. It, it, you can't make the stories of that year up. That was a, that was a trying year. Yeah. And then Gibbs took over and really turned that program around into what a top 15 program every single year. Yeah, you know, the past uh, four years alone, they placed fifth for three straight years, the national duels, and then placed seventh last year. So, you know, I don't think they've left the top ten in the past three years, just ranking-wise. Um, and they, you know, he, the program itself just has an amazing perception on campus. Um, you know, he's getting highly touted recruits, and, and – Really, what I, I think it's a testament to is just the OAC being a much more competitive, um, you know, just a conference for wrestling. You know, John Carroll's on the up with with coach over there, and, and you know, back at his alma mater, and Malave's doing an unbelievable job with Mount, just attracting high end recruits. And you know, it, it's a really competitive time to be in the OAC, and it's, it's really good for Ohio D three wrestling. You know, Otterbein was in the top fifteen this year. 
you know, and you've got a great tradition. Heidelberg has made, you know, leaps and bounds. I mean, so it's, it's, it's a hotbed right now. Yeah. And I think what was really good for that conference is you see them continuing to add programs like Otterbein's new as far as like what, three years, Wilmington mm-hmm. just added a program. So it's good that they're bringing their, these wrestling programs back into division three. Um, it, it really only helps build the conference even more. Absolutely. No doubt. It's, yeah, it's, it's important, you know, cause there's a lot of OAC schools and OAC is pretty competitive and we like to think, you know, I'm a PA guy now, um, but we like to think that Ohio is top tier for wrestling in the country and produces the best wrestlers in the country. So, you know, if they're not going to Ohio State, if they're not going to the Ashlands, then they're going to go D3, and it's an extremely deep, talented state in wrestling. So, you know, why not have some of the best teams in the country in Division Three be from Ohio? Right. Now, is there a certain area in Ohio that you – as far as BW, as far where are you at now? I'm in uh, Doylestown, PA. So that is in Southeast PA. It's in Bucks County. Um, so it's kind of that tri-state area where you're near New York, near New Jersey, and have all of PA to play with. Yeah, New Jersey is a tough state too. It is, one division. Um, so with recruiting Ohio, is there an area like, a, I guess, districts or that you pay attention to closely more than others or a couple? You know, you look at that Menor Northeast uh, D1 district, and that's a meat grinder year in and year out every year. Um, there's guys that aren't going to the state tournament that are, you know, podium guys. You know, this past year I was out at Perrysburg and at the 113 pound bracket, there was five state placers coming back. So you had a state placer that was sitting at home for the state tournament. You know what I mean? Like some of these schools are just so deep. Northeast Ohio is, is so good. And then you got Burnett out in the Perrysburg area, which is creating even, even better wrestling in Northwest Ohio. Um, Central Ohio is really starting to get a lot better. They're starting to commit to their biddy programs with Marysville and Olin Tangies and, you know, it's 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 incredible because the state's starting to grow um, immensely. And it's for a long time, it was northeast Ohio, northeast Ohio, northeast Ohio. And now it's starting to be a little bit more um, neutral across the board where you're getting a lot of state champs from central Ohio, southeastern Ohio. Uh, and it's it's exciting to see just because, you know, Ohio State wrestling is so much better. Ohio U is getting very good with all Americans each year, Kent state, Cleveland state, you know, it, it's, I, I just think the recruiting overall, it, there's a lot, but it's extremely competitive because there's a lot of good kids going to a lot of places. Absolutely. So Alex, so when, I, you were, when you were being recruited, what, uh, what was your pitch, man? Why, why Mount union? Why Mount union? So for me, in the high school I went to, I all, we were like in the same conference as Brexville, so they always beat the snot out of us and everything. And they've got the nicest high school in the world. And ours, when I look back, I mean, we've got a good weight room. We've got like a good size wrestling room. But I always want, but I always wanted like that, that like super nice facilities yep. as well. Um, so I think that played a factor into it with Mount Union. I like the the tradition of the program. Actually, Gibbs brought me to a on a recruiting visit to the Mount BW duel for BW, mm-hmm. and that's when Mount kicked the snot out of them. And 
<laughs> no, I, it happened. It, hey, it happened. Man. It yeah. Happened. And I don't think that necessarily was like, oh, I'm going to go to that school now because of that duel. Right. Um, but it definitely shed some light on do I like what program do I want to go to? Yeah, and I think that that's uh you know that's a two way street, and I I think you're you're getting successful programs with each, and for BW, you know you're you're looking at it at that time for us. Here's the big sell. You're, you're going to step in and you're going to wrestle meaningful matches right away, and you're going to help be a part yeah. of you know that building the culture that is now, and that's an exciting time for a lot of guys. And you know that's kind of my pitch out here at Del Val is Del Val's one of the most you know storied programs in Division three. And it's, it's had a couple down years and, you know, my, my, my cell is guys are going to come in and wrestle meaningful matches right away and have an opportunity to be in the starting lineup. And you know, so right. it's uh, either way you slice it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a winning, uh, it, you're making a good decision either way. Right. Absolutely. But I think the, the biggest factor to me, like now that I actually had a couple of seconds to think about it, was that when I went on my visit to, to Mount Union and I saw the coach, I saw the, the people that were in the room. And when I left there, I had no doubt where if I like went to that school, I would accomplish my goals of being a, a varsity letter winner, yep. of being an All-American. And so I, I felt that positive energy and I, it just felt right as soon as I walked out. It's funny how you almost always have that feeling at the campus that you're at. Like, you know it in your gut. Like, right when you step on, you're like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do the next four years. I had that feeling at BW, too, and it's just – it's weird. You go on some other visits elsewhere, and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. This Like, this is nice. I could see myself doing some things here, but, boy, does it compare to that feeling I had when I first stepped on to BW. Does it have that feeling that right. I first stepped on to this campus? You know, for, like, Decatur, who is obviously pretty highly touted, he was a uh, – he was an okay, better-than-mediocre high school wrestler you know, getting a bunch of offers and Josh, how did you get to BW? Yeah. So like I, my big thing was, uh, uh, you know, with the location, like, uh, I just, you know, I like the area, you know, and, um, I know, I knew that, um, I wanted to be somewhere to where I can, um, I could be closer to, to my family, closer to my, I knew my, my brothers were coming up the realms. I knew I had, a, uh, I had a, I made a huge impact on them, you know, uh, you know, up until then, up until then, so uh, I knew you know with having uh, the opportunity to stay closer to home, I could still have an impact and support them. That was a big thing. Um, I knew a lot of people who had already gone to the to the university as well. That was also another big thing. Um, and then you know, just once I went on got on campus, I just had an open mind. Um, you know, I was looking all over. You know, Division One programs all over, uh, Division Two. Uh, some NAIA, and then, you know, I, I had an open mind. And so once I got on the campus, I just, you know, I knew that that was a place I felt like at home, that at-home feeling. Uh, I knew that's where I wanted to be. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, years, you know, looking back at it, I, um, I wouldn't change that decision, you know. So, yeah, no, no, that's right, good. for sure. That's what it's all about. Like, um, it's funny. I was trying to ask you guys some questions, you know, like a while and you guys kept talking. I'm like, dude, what the heck? They can't hear me, man. So I had to, <laughs> had to jump back in there. But, but Andrew, like, um, I wanted to ask you, you know, so, like, you've been, you know, like, you're part of, you know, just that core group, the foundation, you know, really, of, the, of that program, of the program at BW and what they are now. Like, so just seeing that, 
you know, seeing what Coach Gibbs did coming in and, and, and transforming that team, like how much of an impact has that made on you, um, you know, and, and, and your uh, your coaching philosophy and how you uh, view a program? Do you think that had any, any type of impact at all? At all? Like, um, and just, just, you know, with you just wanted to become a coach, like. Yeah, I mean, like, that's why I'm at where I'm at today, right? Yeah. You know, a guy like that comes in and impacts your life immediately, and it was not an easy transition. You know, I was out the door so many times. I'm sure it, it was not even fun. You know, I was a kid my sophomore year in college that turned every – you know, I won 20 matches as a freshman. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty good. I think I'm doing the right things. I'm thinking I know what it means to work hard. Um, I think I know what it means to be committed. I was not a, a, I was a decent high school wrestler. You know, I was a one and two at state guy. Um, But I I didn't, I knew, I thought, I understood what it meant for me to work hard, but I didn't understand what it meant to actually be committed to a lifestyle. And, you know, for him to come in and, and show me that and mentor me through that and not give up on me, you know, help me be part of that foundation. Cause if I would have quit or he would have let me go, then I, you know, I, I'm not here. I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm at my dream job. I'm at the pinnacle of where I'd love to be. Right. Um, and so for him to kind of do that and let me be a part of that and take me under his wing and be a mentor to me, um, just, it, it really helps me understand, okay, this is how you build a program. This is how you build a culture. This is how you build a positive perception around your campus, your community around the country. Right. Um, you, you understand the competitive side of things. You understand the academic side of things. You understand how, you know, how to get an athlete to do something maybe he doesn't want to do at the time, but he absolutely needs to do to make him better. And just, he knows how to push those buttons and, you know, without even telling me or without even, you know, diving a ton into it, just watching him, um, you know, how he's programmed and just, you know, how he models his everyday lifestyle. Coach Gibbs just, you know, it's this. This I, I give. I give everything I have because of this program. You know, it's it's been an unbelievable experience at Baldwin Wallace, and just being able to be a part of their growth. And you know, I, I left at a time where I thought that, and I still believe it. I mean, they're. I think that they're a trophy team here soon. I do. I think that they're on the right path. I think last year we had the right horses at this national tournament to be a trophy mm. team, uh, and so. I'm leaving that because I believe that I can build something great here at Del Val with those same principles that he was able to instill in us. Uh, and it's, it's pretty, it's tell you what, as a, um, you know, not only as a former teammate, but just close friend of yours, uh, it's really exciting to, uh, to witness, um, you know, you kind of took me underneath your wing from day one uh, when I decided to come to BW. I remember coming, you know, during the off, during, during that, that summer, uh, you know, I only really felt comfortable coming up to work out with my dude, Andrew Taylor, for some reason. And I had barely known you. No I doubt. had barely known you. You know, just just the way, uh, you know, you went about that. I could just, you know, you can just tell. Like, that's what it's, it's all about, you know, building those uh, relationships and helping, uh, helping uh, you know, athletes uh, re- and reach higher endeavors, you know, from a coaching standpoint. And especially if, uh, at the, uh, the college level, I think Coach Gibbs has done a really great job with teaching that uh, to his athletes, you know. Like, like, you know, they're saying there's a method to, uh, to the madness that uh, there, you know, several times uh, I, you know, I'd be asking myself, you know, dude, what the hell am I doing? Um, no and, and, and then, you know, I look back at, at it now, you know, it all makes sense, you know, like, like some, you know, just some, 
something as simple as, you know, I, I talked to you during, you know, I talk, I remember just, you know, talk to you, uh, you know, prior to, to, you know, getting, you getting the position that you have, you know, I remember you saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to pursue being a head coach. I'm thinking it's that time, um, you know, and I knew that after that talk, I knew that, you know, with it be, before, you know, I knew that you were going to be a head coach really soon. And sure enough, you know, that's what you did. You said what you were going to do and that's what you went to go, you know, you, you pursued it and, you know, and, and that's what you went and you did. I felt, you know, I feel like doing those things, like you learn, you know, that learn to have that type of, you know, savage mentality, you know, coming up a pro, you know, coming up, learning from Coach Gibbs, you know, like that, that's you know, just in your everyday life, you know, just, uh, and that's what it's all about, having that type of impact. I really think you can really have that, that impact at the college level because you're kind of like, Helping your, you know, those athletes come in, you know, that next, that next step after college, dude, it's, it's the real world, you know? And, you know, for me, it was, it was the wrestling path. And, you know, I spent five years as a teacher. I spent the past year in in construction management along with coaching. And um, I think just the mentality that coach Gibbs is able to instill in us, you know, he, he brought that jacket tough mentality up and, Oh yeah, you know that is an everyday lifestyle. That's it's not just a wrestling thing; it's just a life thing. It helped me get a job elsewhere, and it helped me prepare for this job because, you know, four years ago, this this is not where I was going to be. You know, I was not, uh, I was not a great. I was, I was a, I was an okay coach. I was a young coach, but I was, I was immature, and you know, it takes a lot of those growing pains, and it takes a lot of those experiences and failures and struggles to become you know, where you're no at and to, to become more successful. And that's the exciting oh, yeah. thing is learning from those mistakes and letting, letting your athletes know that, dude, I've been there. I've, 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 I've lied those lies. I have made those oh, mistakes. Yeah. I have made those comments about my weight. I said, I didn't eat pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've, I've been Bad. there. I've been there. So I think that's the nice thing is like, I, I lived it. I lived what it meant to fail. I lived what it meant to succeed right. as far as, you know, the lifestyle I I was able to to meet my goals as far as you know I wasn't going to be a national champion because I didn't put in national champion effort I wasn't going to be an all American because I didn't put an all American effort but I I was a national qualifier because that's the effort that I put in and that's you know the lifestyle that I lived and I it was a little bit too late for me but that's that's what's the driving force and I right. think that's what makes you know your program way better is just because when you live those failures. You help others not. Absolutely. That's a good one. I'll write that down. You live right, Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, I do. You live those fillers, well, you, you, help, you help others you not. Help others not. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, no doubt. For sure. For sure. Uh, so, like, that's, that's, like I said, man, that's, you know, I'm really excited for you. You know, as a friend and, you know, as a, as a former teammate, I'm really, really excited for you. And I wish you the best. I know you're going to do great things. I know you're going to do great things, brother. I appreciate for it. For sure. Yeah. For uh, sure. Get, uh, get some of these Ohio guys, my <laughs> <laughs> dude. So, like, so question for you: with you, you talking about being at BW and uh, shooting for a, a trophy this year, which is top yep. four, right? So you're you put all the work in all season. You get to the national tournament the day before; it's the last ro- roll around, and you get told that the tournament's canceled you're done there's nothing don't not necessarily rescheduled it's over walk us through what your mindset is 
um, just in general, and then how you had to coach your athletes of them dealing with their season, especially to those seniors um, with their career. You know, it was, it was just such an eerie feeling at the hotel and watching some of the things go down and then just thinking, you know, we're already here. Like, they're not going to – there's no way they could cancel this. And then, you know, Wednesday night, Rudy Gobert test positive and then NBA shuts down. And then it's like, man, okay, this is getting real. This is getting real. It's Thursday. We're at Thursday. Let us just wrestle. We're all here. We've all been on the mats. And then, uh, yeah, man, they they made the announcement. We're just about to start drilling. And, you know, first guy I hugged was Charlie Nash, guy that I thought was going to win it all. And then uh, it, my heart just dropped for, you know, Zach and Zach Lehman, the other senior. And then, you know, a guy like Stan, um, who we, we all also thought was a guy that was in contention to win it all. Mm-hmm. Um he had an unbelievable year. And then, you know, we had, fortunately, we had another junior, Dalton, there and two freshmen. So, you know, they'll get other cracks at it. Um, it definitely stings, but immediately your heart goes out to them. You, you don't have the words to say. Um, so what we did as a staff, we gave them time to, you know, reflect a little bit. And then we did the next best thing, you know. And that's, that's what our lifestyle is about, is taking whatever adversity comes your way. And that's what I, I'll always admire about Coach Gibbs is, man, boy, did it suck the life out of him. Did it suck the life out of us? But he he made sure that we did the next best thing, and he was the captain of the ship. And, you know, we celebrated those guys. We got together. We went to a, um, went to one of his buddy's pizza places, and we celebrated our season with the family members that made it out. And, and you know, we, we made sure that we celebrated the guys that were at the national tournament because they deserved it. Was it the accomplishments they wanted? Um, no. Was it, you know, everything they strive for? No. Is there a lot of uncertainty left? Yes. Is there, you know, boxes left unchecked? Yes. But do I feel that we handled that the right way? Undoubtedly, yes, because we were able to celebrate them. We were able to, able to get closure in our way. Um, and my heart went out to, you know, all the other athletes there that were there to accomplish a goal. You know, it's, it's, it was pretty gut-wrenching. It was, it was a swift kick to the gut. I can only imagine. I can only imagine, you know. It's something so, it, like, it's never happened before. I think maybe the last time a, the, like, national tournament, even at the Division One level, was canceled. It was, like, yep. World War Two, which, I mean, most of us weren't even around here then. And that puts things um, into perspective, right? You know, uh, like – Yes, is this is this an ugly beast that we're dealing with here with this disease and with this virus? Of course it is, but uh, boy, does it put it in perspective that we've been so lucky to have sports in our lives so long oh, yeah. in the past 70, 80 years that you know we're not going away to war. We're not, you know, we're, and that's that's, you know, the perspective I think is everything. Exactly, and along with that is when. Whether it doesn't matter what level you're on, the college level, high school, or youth, <coughs> and you have that conversation with uh, the the kid's head, who may not all be all the way in it, of hey, like take this serious because you never know when it's going to be taken from you, and you can't control that. Whether it's an injury or whether it's a pandemic, like you got to be able to practice the way that you're going to be Absolutely. happy That's with a, yourself. Exactly. Like I feel like you know. A definition, you know, just never taking anything for granted, you know, it's, it's something like that to happen. Like I said, I can only imagine, you know, from my perspective, being a high school coach, I was getting ready 
uh, that day to leave for for the state tournament. I was just about to get no get in the car and, and take off. I was so excited uh, for our guys. Uh, we had seven guys. We had qualified for the for the state tournament uh, with a, with, with Aurora. Yeah, right, right, knocking at the door, knocking at the door. Uh, you know, with with you know to win a state title. You know, I know. You know, draws. You still have to show up and do what you need to do. But I mean, seven guys with great draws too. Um, you had some guns, uh, yes, man. They're ready. To right, go. right. You know, and uh, so I have you know like a situation like that happen. I, I felt you know so bad. Uh, you know, for for those guys. You know, for you know, we had two seniors, um, David Cumberlidge and uh, Ethan Anderson. Ethan Anderson is going to be you know continuing his career at the Naval Academy. And then uh, David Cumberlege will be going on uh, to wrestle at Ohio University. David Cumberlege is a two-time state runner-up, you know, and he's thinking this is this is the year. This is a year for him finally uh, to really to really do 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 this. And I just felt so bad for you know someone like him and someone just you know those two seniors. Um, I mean, just a whole I can go up and down the whole team, but just to to, to just have something like that happen, like just I felt horrible as a coach. Uh, with you know, as you know, my personal competitive nature, you know, I was really excited for these guys, and I really thought we had a chance to win. You know, so I can only imagine, you know, as a as an athlete, you have to really put your shoes. You know, really, that's what you know. You came, what you were talking about earlier, uh, Andrew, about just I, I've been there. You know, as an athlete, that's when you really have to sit back and 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 and, uh, and put your you know like your your athlete hat. You know, what you would feel. You know, you know. Ask yourself how you would feel as an athlete, and just you know, really relate to them. So, uh, no doubt. So. And I, you know, with with those athletes too, a lot of these guys, the way they live their lifestyle, they'll be upset about this. They'll be hurt about it. But the one thing they'll never regret is how hard they work right. to get there, and the, the work that they put in. And I think that that's a testament to a lot of these athletes that, you know, the hours that you put in, the training that you put in, the dedication, the lifestyle, the commitment, and the culture that you help raise around you. That's you know, a state title is beautiful, but that's going to be a lasting impression. Too. Oh, yeah. People remember that. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Man, enough of this, this, this mellow stuff here. Um, Depressing. No, I know, no, man. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's good. It, it's it's all, you know, for the better. Good, great conversation. It's good closure. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I haven't really even talked about it that much. Um, so it's good to, to really to, to talk about those things. But, but a little off the top question, you know, we were, you know, we were brainstorming some some topics. We always like to do this, you know, every you know, we have a segment to where we'll just just ask, you know, just just random questions, um, wrestling related questions. I think the last the last week we had my uh, my brothers on taking Jordan Decatur on last this the last episode, and we talked about uh, we asked them their favorite. Favorite uh Gatorade, um I can't remember what else. It was just you know favorite wrestling memory. The roughest, yeah. toughest right. wrestler. They had some okay wrestled. answers for those Gatorades, <laughs> but they left out uh, they left out Glacier Cherry, which is right. I brought a, a, a yeah of a, a great Gatorade. Right. I, I remember when you were off topic story, <laughs> Andrew. When you were a senior, you were making that run. Andrew made a huge run, like his senior year. I mean, you won. I think the month of. What January in the February January and February he did not lose a single match like it was just tearing it up. I got I got decked by a backup uh, who turned out to be an All American at the Heidelberg duel, and then I won two good matches. Got splayed by John Dillon. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> pinned right away. Uh, and then and then I remember we were we were warming up at uh, at yeah, week, and we my first two day tournament. 
and we're jogging around the mat, and I was like, dude, I'm not making it. Oh, and my fortunately, goodness. fortunately, I had a very good tournament. Great tournament. That, yeah. That helps things go along. I remember uh, every you were, uh, you didn't have a – um because by then you were living out off campus, so you didn't have, like, a swipe. Yep. I had to swipe, so I'd hook you up with the Glacier Cherry uh, – a Gatorade before every single road trip. I make sure you have that. that the, oh yeah, the Glacier Cherry. Those were just just getting hot, but yeah, they did leave those leave those on. Leave that one out. Perfect. Um, but I had we had a question. Um, just just off the topic. Um, off the top, uh, who would you consider the Michael Jordan? You know, with this, you know, with this documentary going on, everyone's been, uh, you know, watching it. Uh, who would you who would you consider the Michael Jordan of? Of wrestling, college wrestling, particularly Division One college wrestling. Division One college wrestling. I mean, you know, if you look at the international level, I I I go Burroughs just because what he's done. Right. Um, you know, world met world gold medalist so many times, uh, Olympic gold, and just he's dominated that weight class for the past decade. Um, you know, you look at college wrestling. You know, you got John Smith who perfected a low single, just like Kareem perfected the the skyhook shot and obviously you know i would take dan gables like a uh you know dan a lot of guys would argue dan gable because he's the he's best. legend he's be like a dr jake he's just so old school or larry Bird. Uh, and he translated over to the coaching at the end, too at the end of yeah for sure at the end of the day it's it, to me it's got to be chaos because yeah. he's i mean he's lights out see what he's done with iowa state you saw what he did with penn state or is doing with penn right. state um I mean, and he just a perfect wrestler. Never lost. I mean, he just never lost. <laughs> never, right. never lost. Nobody beat him. Right. I think it took it took a dude like Yoel Romero to 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 beat this dude. You know, and that at forty three, that dude's a physical freak. Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, it, it's got to be Kale. I, I like I like what Dake did just because he was you know four time champ at four different weight classes. I think that that's absolutely insane. Right. Um. Because you just go to whatever weight class and say, yeah, I'm just going to beat you. And the guys that he beat along the way, you know, you beat Montel Marion, who was a three-time All-American, two-time finalist. He beat uh, Frank Molinero, who was a national champ. Right. Beat, you know, David Taylor, Taylor two-time national champ. Um, he just – he beat everybody. But it's it's Kale. He's just – he's the greatest, easily. Yeah, I honestly agree. Yeah, when you go undefeated – and win four national championships right. is really hard yeah. to argue against that because you can't say, "Oh, well, this person right. beat him." He had that one-off day. You you can't say that. So I mean, I, I do think it's Kale, but I'll tell you what, Dake's performance of like th- think about when we wrestled and w- when you're wrestling in high school and you go up a weight class and he's a little bit better, right. he's a little bit stronger. You go up another weight class, he's twenty right. pounds heavier. He's a lot stronger. To be able to go into four different oh, weight yeah. classes and mold your style around that, that's pretty sure. I mean, impressive. this is back when I was in high school, but like when David Taylor made the jump from 112 to 135 and still won Ironman, but he got tossed in one of his first preliminary matches and almost beaten. I mean, you looked at this dude, you're like, are you kidding me? That's crazy. You went from 112 to 135 and just dominated the entire state. So for Dave to do that in college, that's just. That's that's legendary. It's pretty sweet. It is pretty pretty impressive, and it does. Uh, I think it does give you know throw, throws out a, a valid argument. Um, you know for you know with 
with Kale, even though, you know, Kale never lost, but this dude went up. This dude changed weight classes every single year. Like, and took out Savage. Yeah, right. Took out right. unbelievable guys. Yeah, so I, I think, uh, I don't know, even though, like, it's, uh, I mean, I asked that question. And like I said, you can translate it over to with, you know, just their entire careers as a coach and as an international competitor because all of these guys we mentioned um, were, have been very successful um, at, um, at the international level. Uh, so I think I think the story – I think Dake is still um, – he still could be in the middle um, of writing his his story um, and, 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 and building his resume for this type of argument. Uh because if he can go and get an Olympic gold, now we're talking, you no, know, no. so I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, he's just had that yeah. one. Uh, he's had that, that guy dude. there all the time who refuses to lose. Right. Refuses to lose. Dude. He's a beast, refuses man. He's, 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 a, he's a monster. <laughs> and his, I yeah. mean, like his, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he did not wrestle freestyle that long. And like Burroughs, um, I mean, and he, well, the thing with him is like he he tra- he went from one and two two national championships in a row, uh, you know, going back to back, and then immediately jumping onto the scene within the year, what year and a half? He was a he was a world champion, Olympic champ, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Like he went something like two three years yeah. in a row without yeah. losing a single international match. Like this guy forced forced two two studs two top guys in the world in DT and Kyle Dake out of the weight class to go wrestle another savage <laughs> in Jaden Cox. Right. Like it's, 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 he's, he's, he's unbelievable. I know. Uh, at the world stage, the Olympic stage, he's, he's. Man, was I looking forward to watching those Olympic trials? No doubt. They were going to be great. <laughs> yes. Have to be delayed a year, but back to that Michael Jordan conversation. All right. So when you think of like the 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 Bulls, what I come away with is that epic oh, yeah. walkout song, right? So what I want to know is, one, what was your walkout song when you were in college or high school or whatever? And then two, what's one that just resonates? What a song that just like, all right, that like that's sweet. Whether it's for the team like the Bulls. Or just in uh, general. My walkout song was kind of silly. It was by a band called Oingo Boingo, and it was Dead Man's Party. It was just, uh, I, it was goofy, man. I was, I was, <laughs> I was goofy. <laughs> um, I don't know what my walkout song would be now, but I saw uh, at Michigan State wrestlers what his plan. He tweeted something that he had a great plan for the last three years of his walkout song. This year was going to be toxic. Next year was going to be, oops, I did it again. And then his third year was something else, but that was that was pretty uh that was pretty slick. I liked that. Man, he had a three year plan for all his walkouts. A whole plan. That's that's hilarious. Um, shoot, Alex, what you have? What was your song? What's your what's your what's your, what your jams back in the day? Your walkout song. So, my walkout song in college was nice. "Joker and the yeah, Thief" by cool. the Wolfman. I think just that because yeah, you only get like thirty seconds or so, maybe even less than that. Yeah. So it's got to be like uh, the very beginning right. of the song. You gotta let him know you're right. I'm not hit. I'm not hit. And then in high school, <laughs> and then in high school, I didn't even like. It was just a running joke with our team. 
of my last name being Funderburg. I we came up uh-huh. with Thunderstruck, like the ACDC song Thunderstruck, but I changed it to an F. So it'd be Thunderstruck. And so whenever I would walk out in high school, I didn't even have to say it. Uh, my buddy who was like our the team statistician would always just put it on and I would, like that song is just I, I declare it as like that's, my song. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. That's gotta make you feel uh pretty hyped up when you're walking out there. And then you go to some parties and people, are, oh, you want to play right. Thunderstruck? Right. Like, Hell yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, that's hilarious. Right. You know, I invented that was your game. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dude, I played your game I, a couple times. Man, I had the uh, Biggie Smalls, Big Papa. Yep. I, I had to have that. When I hear that, I hear that beat, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I that's think about uh, Hardball. The movie Hardball. When uh, love it when you come yeah, in the oh. picture, yeah, when he's he's wearing the walking in, he's got to listen to it every single time he pitches. So, G baby, oh man, I'm G baby. I would never, I would movie. never get over that. that <laughs> no doubt, no that doubt. Death, that's a, that's that, a, one of the saddest. Oh movies man, ever. great movie though. Love Keanu Reeves though. Yeah, Decatur. I remember we do uh we do some morning workouts and we will put on either reggae or some of the most. <laughs> Low beat <laughs> rap music or just chill stuff. You're like, man, what are these guys just right? People walk in like, yo, what are you guys listening to? I'm, I'd be jamming though. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it'd be an individual. I'm just trying to play around. I'm not trying to get overly hyped. I'm just trying to get a nice sweat. Just do some play rest and some spar. And I just, I just want to go for 45 minutes. I don't want to no get, the, I don't get too crazy. I want something to just kind of set the mood. You gotta have that like nice mood setter. For practices, you know, it, whether it's if it's a banger, then you just got to have music. It's like red hot chili peppers. I'm just going. I'm going. I'm going. Oh yeah. Or you know, if it's something where you're drilling, let's 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 throw on something. Uh, let's throw on something chill. Coach Gibbs is the master, though, man. He would uh, he would have throw some tunes. Let's throw some tunes. <laughs> you would do that, but then he would just he would just cut them off. There'd be no oh yeah. Just... And I'd be like, man, what's going on? He's like, you should be able to listen to the other guy. And they should be able to get motivated by you. We should have bodies flying around <laughs> here. We should, you should be getting motivated by hearing guys huff and puff and run their feet everywhere. And I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days. Man, that's <laughs> what it's all about, though, dog. No doubt. Yeah, I love it. For sure. I love it. Made you, made you love the sound of wrestling. Oh yeah. No oh, yeah. You hear the sweat. You hear, you you can hear. You hear the you hear the sweat marks. People taking shots. Oh, That's yeah. what you know. It's just one grinder of a practice, man. Boy, do I, boy, no, do no, I miss those days. Flying across uh, Big Joe Belford's sweat Yeah, I feel like it's been like years since it's been uh, – I've, I've witnessed, I've been able to be in a room with a hard practice with this whole ordeal going on, being – not being able to, to get in gyms and whatnot, so. It is crazy because, right. yeah, there's, there's guys in the rooms all the time right now. Club practices are going on. I mean – that's probably the biggest difficulty is between now and October, this is where those, those for PA, this is where those region guys make the jumps to states. This is where those district placers make that jump to the state podium. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's where that sectional um, or that district alternate at the sectional tournament goes and makes that plunge for the state tournament, just because they got so much better. They committed themselves and accomplished something. It's, you know, if that's, that's probably the, the, hardest part is a lot of guys having to get more creative with their yeah. workouts to be right. able to make those jumps and then, you know and then coaches too you know from a probably from a from a training and just from a just recruiting standpoint like you know uh 
as you know, a lot of everything, a lot of things were virtual to begin with, uh, you know, like during this time uh, in the summer, but even more now, you got to get more savvier and uh, with, no you know, doubt. so it's got to be exciting time. If we can take, yeah, if we can just take a lot of positives away right. from this experience, then that's, that's, that's what it's for. Obviously it's an extremely negative time that's going on, but if we can bring away some positives and we can bring some ways to be more creative with our training and be more creative and efficient with our, you know, team management, our coaching, right. just all around lifestyle, then, then we can, you know, uh, we can learn I, from this. And I, and I say exciting, I say exciting time as in like, just being up for the challenge, you know, just being up for the challenge and, no trying, doubt. and trying to really seek the positive and all of this and, 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 and make gains as well. So, so yeah, for sure. 100%. For sure. No doubt. Well, what are you cooking tonight, Josh? Dude, I don't even know, man. Like, I, I had some <laughs> sp- spaghetti. I got to make sure I cook some some big up. I need this man Jake to to carve up. So to no, uh, to to get that. No Swenson's run. No, tonight? no Swenson's. Probably not tonight. Dude, Swenson's does sound pretty good though, man. Right. Well, get yourself a nice little uh, galley boy. Galley boy. Yeah, nice little galley boy. Get some extra sauce. Oh that, yeah. Milk, milk shake. Milk shake. Oh yeah. Oh. Their milkshakes are, are slamming, man. They're very good. I'll tell you what. The one thing that's been depressing me is that Steak and Shake has not been doing well. With oh this. man, uh, they're closing them off left and down, right. And it's 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 not happening. It's um, I'm not yeah. happening. Um, <laughs> I've had. I'm trying to save steak and shake one uh one meal. I've had time. quite a few fresco melts with you over the years. <laughs> That's uh, dude, legendary. for real. They're legendary. For real. But... All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Andrew, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And we hope that uh, Absolutely. you Absolutely. I appreciate you guys wrestling. having me on. This is unbelievable for our sport. Uh, it's unbelievable for the guys that are listening. Hopefully um, – it continues to grow and grow, and you guys are going to be extremely successful with this. It's an it's a great outlet for our sport. Yeah, hey, like I, like I said again, brother. Um, Thank you. You know, I really appreciate you. You know, taking the time, you know, to to, to come on and and talk to us. Um, I'm looking forward to to getting some uh, some some Aggie gear and uh, absolutely and uh, being a big fan being being a big fan of uh, of your squad. So uh, so go Aggies and. Uh, Appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate everything.